Here's John O'Shea going to have a runner in Tuesday's Melbourne Cup. Every likelihood at this stage, he's got the short price favourite for the Lexus here, 2,500 Athabaskan, who John's got absolutely flying at the moment. An ex-French galloper. He's had 20 starts, three wins and six placings, and he's by El Manzor. John O'Shea is joining us. Good morning, John. Good morning, Steve. How are you, mate? Good. If he had a one the other night at Mooney Valley, would he be here? Uh, no. No, no, oh. definitely not. He, he, I think even if he'd have run racing, uh, he, he wouldn't have been there. So, but it is what it is, buddy. And, uh, you know, give him an opportunity to just go around on Saturday. And I think we'll probably pull up stumps after that, you know. Oh, OK. So you're not going to roll the dice if he does win? No, I don't think it's the best interest of horse. I think it's a very nice horse going forward. And, um, you know, he's, he's been very good to us so far. He's had a pretty busy season, albeit he's coping very well. Um, and he's only you know, technically a four-year-old, so um, you know, there's plenty of time. Plenty yeah. of time. John, I'm not sure if uh, we just can't hear you 100% at the moment. We're talking about Arthur Baskin um, running here in the Lexus, of course. Friday night, we got to see the horse at at Mooney Valley behind Cleveland. He ran seventh. Uh, he was one of the favourites. Uh, do you think he would have won, John, with more luck? Well, the jockey was adamant he would have. So, um, pretty fair as a judge, Damien Lane. So, uh, but irrespective, I think he would have been significantly closer than where he ended up. It was all to do with the, the leader that rolled along mid-race that stopped uh, in the horse's lap, Regal Power. Yeah, it was like watching a car crash from a kilometre out, wasn't it? You know, so it was sort of Pretty evident from the half mile, we're in a world of pain, and Damon knew that it wasn't his fault. It's just he drew one, and you know, a couple of 50 chances sort of pressed on, and they weren't probably ideally going map that way. So it's just about what it me. He wasn't the best away there at the valley. No, he was fine. I mean, his normal racing pattern is to be sort of in the first five, and that's where he was. So um, he was never going to cross and lead them. So uh, no, he was, he was in his normal. It's like conserved energy, really. It was like a trial, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah, no, and usually this has come out of those scenarios very well, and I'm sure he has. He looks to be good here at home. It's been a nice, easy week, and hopefully got a bunch of energy to let rip on Saturday. Of course, your close friend James is riding. No doubt you've chatted about the race. How do you see it? Small fields can be tricky. Sometimes they can be trot and canter affairs. Uh, no doubt you'll be hoping something can roll here. I'm not work it out, mate. Um, yeah, well, I don't sort of get too involved there. Um, just to leave it to him and uh, you know, he's the best at what he does. So um, I'm sure they'll have the right approach. But he does relax pretty well, John. He doesn't seem to go keen or anything at the Baskin? No, nah, no, nah, he doesn't touch the bridle. That's why I run ten, uh, two miles on his ear, you know. He um, he just doesn't touch the bridle at any stage. He's just a very remote control horse. And, um, yeah, we've got no drama about him staying the trip. He wears a nose roll. Why did you put that on, and how long has it been on? Uh, just, mate, we're just trying to work out a few things to get him kicking over, and, and they raced him out of France, so just went back to that. And to be fair, since it's been on, he's been very effective. He's had a wonderful prep. He won the Tats Cup at Randwick, then he won the Collins, Steve, and then the Bart Cummings. That was a few ticks there as well, wasn't it, from back in the field, John? Well, it was a day where you had to be on the rail, and he drew the outs as you're 14 or something. We ended up with three wide lines, so um, yeah, he had a lot of merit to his run. Um, you know, interpretation come out of the race one, so it's sort of, you know, it, it's a, a good race for horses that 
you know, probably weren't on speed and on the rail. I think all those horses that were back and, you know, had quite, you know, good runs, making ground to the centre, sort of had reflected their performances and there's already been two. I think Geelong Cup winner and the Vendio yeah, Cup winner both. Correct. Yeah, and, you beat Interpretation Home and a, a maid you're referring to at Geelong and future <clears throat> history was in it who ran well behind Cleveland the other night in that same race that this horse was in. Yeah, no, it's a good race. I think. Yeah, John, just with the imports, um, you've had quite a few of them now. Um, I often ask trainers about, you know, the best for them. Well, obviously you train them all individually or different, but is there anything in particular you'd like to do with them when they when you first start working them? No, no, we just, uh, you know, some of them adapt climatically quicker than others. And, uh, you know, this horse is a perfect horse. He's adapted the whole way. We just would have probably would have liked to have gelded him a little bit sooner. Um, but, um, yeah, some of them take a season or two, and this horse is, you know, adapted very quickly. So, no, just, I think, you know, obviously they're just superior athletes to ours and the better pedigrees and race supporting them. So even though there's 10,000 owners going to be pulling on your sleeve if he happens to win, to run? No, no, no we, sent a, we sent a note out last night. And okay. Everyone's happy. Yeah, all you right. know, they're all on the same page. And, you know, I think that's key for having a really good, manager and, and, and Terry, you know, like um he uh he's an experienced guy and um you know, he's been around a long time and sort of you know, he was really happy with the approach and once he said that was what we we're doing, well everyone just sort of fell in line on it. So I mean it's disappointing because you know, people's dreams over the Melbourne Cup runner, isn't it, you know, or, or even even better a horse is gonna be competitive. But uh, I think that if we wait a season we'll be able to come back next year and and uh, I'll give it a red up there. Yeah. We were hoping Queensland might have another cup runner here, John, with you. <laughs> well, mate, you, you won't have to wait long. You'll you be in it next year. Okay, that's out the basket. Good luck. John, you've got a really exciting filly. She's very talented. Uh, Salt Air. Can you tell me what she's up to? She was terrific in the Crockett Stakes behind gumdrops. Yeah, no, a bit deflated on a good beat. Um, did a great job. You know, the only horse all day, circumnavigate, make ground and be in the fringe, so reflected of how well she's going. Uh, she'll go to the run to the Roses on the Thursday here at Flemington and just take a power beating. You know, we just hope we draw where we need to draw, which is always important down straight, but the girls gate and uh, that can get her into the things to be very hard to beat. Last time she was at Flemington two ago, you talked about, you know, the, the vagaries of the straight. It cost her victory or being in the finish because Ben Mallon spent the whole race trying to get to the outside. Yeah, no, and and, and as a reflection of how well she went, it was what she did on Saturday. You know, we, I wasn't disappointed with the effort. It was just more about where she was in the run. So. All right. And then 1,000 guineas. Oh, sorry, not 1,000. Did you know her for the 1,000 guineas or is she nah. more of a sprinter? She's a sprinter, six fold. You know, we'll see what happens down the run of the roads and, you know, we're making a strategy for her in the autumn. But she's, you know, good group two filly and... Uh, got a, you know, a couple of nice wins ahead of it. Yeah, sectionally, obviously, we didn't need to look at the clock, really, but she ran the fastest 200 home there the other day, 11.10, and she broke 34 in the race. So that Saltaire stroke of luck must have been satisfying to get that victory out of the road there again with him the other day. Yeah, and I think, you know, he's always been a really nice horse. And, you know, uh, the Queensland derby this year is, is, you know, having a horse like Coverley can win it was reflective of the strength of the race. And, um he, he's been on Saturday and going to take a power beat in the race of Cup. 52 kilos, third up, you know, doing soft in a slightly one race. So uh, he's a really nice, progressive young staying horse. And 
uh, hopefully sort of go another step there on Saturday. We just spoke to Willie Mullins about uh, absurd in the cup. He's a real great, he's a stayer, a genuine stayer by Fastnet Rock, and this horse by Fastnet. You just never know with breeding, do you? Oh, the <clears throat> Stroke of Luck's got a very strong maternal line now of the Galileo man, so, and that's fundamentally why we bought him. That cross has been very successful in Europe, and he's got a, you know, had a half brother by Wanted, one of the Southside Derby. And John Coda here, what did you make of that the other day? Uh, well, it's probably, you know, on reflection, Tom probably wouldn't have done what he did. You know, he should have just been a little patient. Fence was on fire. We found the rail. We found the back of the second horse. And he put the left indicator on, you know, when he shouldn't have. So, uh, horse was fine. Um, you know, it just wasn't one of Tom's better moments. Five diamonds for him? We got him in the little dance. Um, we're just going to see where he draws. And if he draws okay, he can run. If he doesn't draw well, we go to five diamonds. Against the Queensland horse, Antino. Yeah, no. Well, it's, mm. a, it's a pretty good little race, you know. Yeah. John, um, Dark Destroyer, a horse that won the Rough Habit Plate in Brisbane. He's a Group 1 winner. Subsequently, the Tarzino in New Zealand. He loves wet tracks. He's unbeaten on heavy. You've got him now. How did that come about? And what are you going to do with him, Dark Destroyer? Uh, so I just had a good relationship with his owner. Uh, not that we've ever had a horse with him, just a good friendship. And he's sort of been promising to send a horse over. He's got some family in Sydney now. And um, they wanted to have a horse in Sydney. So they rang up my office, a horse of that quality. You know, it was great. So um, we're just going to trial today and then probably run in the Hunter and then run in the, uh, the Ingham. You know, and then we'll see. I'll just probably give him a relatively light summer. With a view to you know the fact that he's so effective on that ground, and usually in Sydney in the autumn it's wet, we'll, we'll come back and and burn down there. All right. Is there any rain forecast uh, over the next couple of weeks in Sydney? No, I don't know about the next couple of weeks, but I don't think the next couple of months. I think we're sort of got that El Nino thing happening down there in Sydney at the moment. It doesn't look like rain for the next few years, so. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to be sort of a bit drier for a while, I think. Yeah, as you know, we've got the fires in Queensland. You still know they've got lots of connections in country Queensland in particular. And they're saying some rain may arrive next week, John. So we've got all our fingers crossed. Uh, and they're saying some significant rain in different parts. So we're hoping. Let's hope so, mate. Let's hope so. Good luck with Athabaskan. I thought he might run in the cup, John. But anyway, good luck tomorrow. Cheers, mate. Yeah, John O'Shea telling us the horse won't press on to the Melbourne Cup, even if he wins. The Archer here, Lexus Archer. 2,500 metres. But, yeah, desperately unlucky. or No luck the other night. And as uh, John pointed out, it wasn't the jockey's fault. He had a lovely run. Damien Lane, it's just Regal Power, just got in his face because he did too much work mid-race. And he was giving ground on the bend. He got stuck behind him. And uh, he ran seventh. But he never really got clear at any stage. So he's just got conserved energy. But as I said, there were a few horses in that race that didn't have any a lot of luck. John Sargent's horse I touched on, which was big odds, didn't have any luck. Uh, a couple of other horses there. I, I thought Alan Kerr went good from back in the field. A couple of others, even Val and Eclair, we said, was exposed the whole way in that race um, the other night behind Cleveland, who's, of course, we spoke to Chris Lees, guaranteed a run in the Cup on Tuesday. Cleveland and Lloyd Williams, of course, uh, the horse will carry his colours and he will join us, fingers crossed, Monday for our big preview on Racing HQ.